The key in me unlocks abundance, creativity, healing, power, and so much more. What about the key in you? Hi, my love. I am your host, Kiana Marie. And on the Key and Me podcast, we will be knocking on the doors of entrepreneurship, mental health, and self-improvement. I encourage you to join me on this journey of healing and becoming all that we were designed to become. The Key and Me welcomes the Key in You. What's up, beautiful people? We are back again with the Kimi podcast, and I'm so excited because I have another extremely special guest, and um, we have a treat for you guys today. Like it's we're in springtime, and we are just talking all things healing, um, the power of food. And without further ado, I'm going to let my special guest do her thing and introduce herself. Miss Chef K is in the building. In the building. What's up, what's up, Thank you for having me on the podcast today. Of course. Um, I'm excited, too, because there's this new wave of healing mm-hmm. going around right now. And, you know, a lot of it comes from what we put inside of ourselves. Yes. And what it we starts consume. with what we start, you know, what we consume. So it starts with food. Yeah. So I'm happy to be here. Um, my, what is it? Uh, in- <laughs> my Instagram is Taste of K. So today I'm going to be bringing a Taste of K to the podcast, all things key. <laughs> and um, me on Instagram through yeah. Taste of K. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. So tell us more about what it is that you do. Because we know that you're a private chef. So kind of go into how you kind of came into that and okay. yeah, where you are today with it. Yeah, so I started my journey as a private chef, I would say, professionally, about five years ago. Okay. Um, But since I could see over the counter, I've been cooking. And what's so crazy is that um, I even wrote a poem when I was eight years old about being a silly chef. And um, which I still have today and framed in, it's still in my kitchen. So my mom, she like put it in her kitchen, you know, way back when. So um, to have it, you know, sitting in my kitchen, that's like so inspiring for me to just even see it. Mm -hmm. Cause it just makes me think like, wow, when I was eight years old, I knew something. And just to have manifest that dream and that Mm -hmm. into my reality currently. So um, I am a private chef, so I do travel. I do have clients that I would um, go cook for um, or certain events that may go on. Um, I also do like meal prepping mm-hmm. and um, I got into that about eight years ago, meal prepping, um, just finding healthy alternatives and um, quick meals to make, mm-hmm. especially because I am a mother. I have two kids also making quick meals throughout the week. Um, so meal prepping is something that I am definitely um, like key to because without preparation mm-hmm. or if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yes. Right. So that's my mentality when I when I'm thinking about meals for the week mm-hmm. and what we're, we're going to eat. So I get into the meal prep um, and right now 
I have a couple things lined up that I'm going to tell you about. But um, from for the past like year, I've been gardening Mm -hmm. um, and growing my own food. So we'll get into that as well. Yes. But before we go any further, I what you just said was very interesting about how you wrote like a poem about being a chef or cooking and right and how like this is what you're doing now mm-hmm. when did you find that letter like was it after you had became a chef or so i wrote this poem and i actually have it right here i wrote this poem when i was eight years old my mom framed it it's in the original frame it was in our kitchen and um it's just about me being a silly chef and at the time i loved cooking so and it wasn't like, oh, my mom taught me how to cook. It was like I was cooking to survive, to mm-hmm. eat, because at that time I was the only child. So I was home alone after school, hungry. I just want to eat something. And you get tired of eating the same old thing. So I would whip up things that are, you know, just I felt like I was in uh, chopped when I'm at home because it's like, OK, put a couple of these leftovers together with that. Make some ramen noodles. Bam. I made, you know, a big old ramen bowl you would have thought it came from the restaurant so um i got really into that um from a little girl and then i thought i lost this poem uh-huh. so it was gone for like a good probably half of my life that i didn't see it because this was like when i was younger in the kitchen yeah and um i remember talking to my mom about it And I'm like, dang, remember that poem I wrote? She's like, yeah, the silly cook or the silly chef. And I was like, yeah, I wonder where that thing is. Because, you know, I've moved around so many times. And um, one day I was like unpacking some boxes or something. And this poem just popped up out of nowhere. After I just had that conversation with my mom. So I called my mom and I was just crying. I was just bawling. I said, Mom, you wouldn't even believe what just happened to me. Wow. The poem, like, I was just going through, you know, a box, and it's the poem that yeah. I just mentioned just popped out of nowhere. I said, I'm going to put it in my kitchen because that's a constant reminder and, and just manifestation of the power words. of manifestation. And let me tell you guys, it starts with the I am, and those mm. two are the most powerful, most affirming words to yeah. claim who you are. And, and and for you to know that at such a young age, mm-hmm. like that's amazing because a lot of us are trying to get make our way back to who, who we, we are. are yeah. Who we are. Yeah. You know, and um, so that's beautiful. I love this. Thank you. Love it. <laughs> what is like one of your favorite things to make? Wow. I am on the fence of a salad <laughs> only because I've like just went raw vegan this week, but oh, and, this week. yeah, so I've been having <laughs> like some fun with that yeah. because you don't want to make the same old, you know, mm-hmm. salad every, every day. So I'm having a lot of fun with making salads, but before that it was definitely seafood. Girl, like, when I tell you when I see your seafood, mm-hmm. that's like one of my favorite things to eat. I, I love, love seafood. seafood. <laughs> Everything seafood. And it was so funny because I'm like, as a raw vegan, I technically can't have raw sushi because mm-hmm. it's, you know, a fish, but dang. So I was thinking in my head, I'm like, you know what? I can make a raw vegan sushi roll. And it would look so pretty too. So uh uh when I'm cooking and putting together these things, I'm also, you know, it's like an art um, 
for me. So once I put it on the plate, that's my like uh, canvas, the mm-hmm. plate. And then I put the food together. So first thing you eat with are your eyes, of course. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ooh, that does look good. And then you eat with your, you know, your mouth, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but your taste and your smell after that. So yeah, I would say salads and seafood. Mm-hmm. Can never and go so wrong with those. With you going vegan, like okay, because I feel like for me, I'm not vegan, but I do try different ways to like. I know people. This is a weird comp. Like people are kind of eerie about this. Like with meats, like I'm not trying to make certain things taste like meat. Mm-hmm. But for me, I like a portobello mushroom, and I like to make it into quote unquote a steak, right? Or, um oyster mushrooms and make it into like a fried you know fried chicken like for me that helps me like want to break away from certain foods it makes it easier i can kind of alter this and Mm -hmm. make it kind of taste like what i want it to taste like but i know i'm being healthy so how are you going to do that with your like how are you going to incorporate certain vegetables (laughs) and alter it to make it you know a seafood vibe for you well um with the raw vegan, it's a little challenging because you can't eat anything cooked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that makes it very challenging. Nothing. Um, so like for a fried oyster mushroom yeah. for some fried chicken, you technically couldn't do that because it's um, fried. Right. So what made you decide to go raw vegan? Um, my choice to go raw vegan actually was because I got a late start to my summer body. (laughs) You know, like everyone says, they start working out, you know, in the beginning of the year. So I'm, you know, a couple months late. Um, I just thought going, you know, raw vegan would be like a great jump start to summer. Mm -hmm. And then not only that, but I want to push myself, Mm -hmm. you know, I've, was already eating well before that, but I wanted to push myself just a little, a little further. further. Yeah, see what I'm capable of doing. I see. I feel that. Um, what are your thoughts like on soul food versus soul food? Like S O U L food, something that we're very used to for Thanksgiving, the holidays, like, and then soul food food that actually comes from the sun like what are your thoughts on how we define soul food uh well one thing about soul food this the food that comes from the sun is that it's just so natural Mm -hmm. you really don't have to do much to it and um, that's what i'm learning as being a raw vegan is that you really don't have to do too much to your food. And when you do, um, you lose a lot of the nutrients in mm-hmm. the food, like cooking it. Um, but soul food, when I think of soul food, I just think of like macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. and greens and all those hearty, like home style foods. Yeah. And, um, you know, most of those foods are cooked with lots of butter and, you know, fat. So, yeah. Um, you know, they're they very different when it comes to nutritional health. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on, you know, different sides of the, the spectrum. The spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. And like 
they are, like you said, on opposite sides of the spectrum. So how do you feel like us moving forward? Because in the beginning, you did say like it is we are kind of like stepping into more healing and like being more intentional with what we consume. And I love what's happening within like this industry of food where people are getting creative with um you know, the different foods that they're eating and the different herbs that they're incorporating into their diet and things of that nature. And something that I like would love to get more into is growing my own food, which is something that I know you do. Like you are really into gardening. So um, how did that come about for you? I mean, I know with you being a chef, I know that was probably a contributing factor. Like, let me just grow this. (laughs) But like, what really um, started that for you? You know what? I guess it had to be, like, when I would buy, like, basil and, like, herbs, like, rosemary and stuff. Mm-hmm. They sell it in the store, like, in the pot. Right. Um, so it started like that, just buying those little pots of, you know, little herbs here and there. And then I got a indoor hydroponics garden and that really like inspired me. That really like sparked the flame. Yeah. Because after that one, I got another one. Yeah. And then after that one, I got a, um, a fish um, fish tank uh, garden too. Oh, wow. So, okay. And then from there, it just like started expanding and now I have a full patio full of <laughs> full of fruits or uh, trees and and just everything you can think of. Mm-hmm. I, I counted the other day. I think I have over thirty five different types of uh, vegetables growing right now. Oh wow! Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's become an addiction actually. But once you get into it, you know, growing your own food, there's so much to it. Mm-hmm not only do you feel like confident that, wow, I just, I grew that, you know, where it came from. You put your love, your time into it. You water that plant and watch it grow from the seed. You have more appreciation for that food. Not only does it taste good because there's no pesticides or anything, Mm -hmm. it was organically grown from your love. Right. So it tastes different. It's a whole different vibe. And what did you say you have a fish tank garden? Or what yes. is it? Um, so what it does is it holds a fish on the bottom and uh-huh. then you grow on the top. Oh. So what it does, the fish helps neutralize and make the seeds grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so the water, it just filters itself. Oh, wow. So it's pretty interesting. Um, I actually got it for the kids, but I you took over. I, I took over. I was like, <laughs> No, this is actually really cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, just to get them, you know, involved, involved with the two, as yeah. well. Yeah, it was, it was cute. It was a cute little um, fish tank garden. I love that. It's very resourceful. Very, <laughs> very. And with gardening, I mean, well, first of all, like the food that we get from the grocery stores and yeah, pretty much the grocery stores, like the way that it's manufactured and processed now, like we are missing a lot of our nutrients from outsourcing. And also a contributing factor is like the soil. And so I know when I had started my garden, 
Um, I was into composting. Oh, I haven't got into that. Okay, yet. I was going to ask you, I was like, are you into composting as well? Like, how do I you, want how? I so bad. Every yeah. time I throw something away, I'm like, like I want to compost. But um, I haven't yet gotten into it. No. How was that experience for you? When I, I, I started it, and I haven't, like, continued. Because when we did it, we got, like, this big plastic bin, put dirt, put, like, um shredded newspapers and then I had like banana peels eggshells all of that like put it all in there and I don't know I don't know if it was like if I was missing something my mom was like you should have got worms like she, yes because my mom is really like my, my parents well my mom and um her husband as well as my grandfather are really into gardening really like they have chickens I get fresh eggs from them, oh, like, wow. so, yes. um, they're really into it, and, like, I'm, you know, taking baby steps, trying to get myself to do more of that, because I know the value of it, and I know how important it is, and, um, just how healing that whole process is, too, and getting, getting back to our roots, getting back to nature, and refueling our bodies with what we, you know, what we put into them but making sure like we know where our food is coming from because a lot of us don't know Mm -hmm. we're consuming so many things we don't know where it came from we don't even know if it's really what they say it is you know what i mean like there's just all of these things and all of that and so which contributes to a lot of our ailments and a lot of our diseases Mm -hmm. you know being in dis-ease and like a lot of that comes from food or what we're eating and what we're consuming and consuming and not just food, like what we are just consuming on a regular basis. Yeah. Our lotions, everything. Yeah. And so, um, how, how would you say like food is healing, right? Like, so how do you feel like food has been healing for you personally? In what ways has it been healing for you? I should ask. Well, for me, just the, growing process Mm -hmm. um, has been very healing for me. Watching a seed go from a seedling and then grow, um, you know, from these two leaves to something so beautiful and then to be able to consume it. Mm -hmm. um, The touching of the soil and planting that seed, it's healing for me because it's so relaxing. Mm -hmm. And then very therapeutic, very therapeutic. And then having the patience to actually water it and watch it grow, Mm -hmm. knowing that, you know, if I put love and attention and water this plant, it's going to be, I'm going to reap what I sow. Right. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's the healing part where it starts for me and then what I'm putting into my body every day. So, um, you know, especially on this raw vegan journey, you don't want to get bored. So I have like every vegetable you can think of. And when I'm eating, I'm just like, eat the rainbow. Mm-hmm. Eat the rainbow. Because when you think of a rainbow, it gives you what? Joy, like makes you smile. Joy and <laughs> happy feelings. Yeah. It just makes you smile. So imagine having a big bowl full of rainbow. Yeah. Goodness. Just mm-hmm. every vegetable. Um, that you can imagine so you you feel what you're you know what you're looking at 
first. Like, you, you know, you eat with your eyes first. So you feel that joy. So, um, and then having like those 10 different varieties of mm-hmm. vegetables on that, in that bowl, when you put that into your body, it's just like an explosion. <laughs> it's like an explosion because your body's like, wait a minute, what was that? What was that? Yeah. Because each vegetable does something specifically for your body. Yeah. And um, that's the healing. That's that's where all the healing comes. And I think that when you incorporate multiple like that, I think when they come together, I think they have more of a healing power because it's like, oh, like a boost mm-hmm. basically it's boosting that vitamin c it's boosting that vitamin k and then you know your blood levels are instantly boosted and i just got the chills yeah. talking about it just now <laughs> i'm like oh when i eat that salad later yeah because you know it's just is you feel good mm-hmm. like after you eat you shouldn't feel like heavy weight down tired right food should be energizing it shouldn't be like something that makes you tired or Mm -hmm. groggy yeah um you know i've i've seen people even mad like after they ate (laughs) like what (laughs) why are you you angry Hmm, what you eating let me not eat that mad cow (laughs) (laughs) you must eat that burger the mad cow burger that's what you oh my gosh but yeah it it really is a trip um just all the foods that god put on earth Mm -hmm. for us to harvest and you know eat from we're supposed to be eating these foods so that's why you know for me it's not a problem yeah it's not a problem have you have you um always eaten healthy? I would say like right after high school. Yeah. Yeah. Once I went to college, I was eating very healthy for for a while. Mm-hmm. But before that, like high school, no. no. Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. You know one thing my mom used to say. <laughs> that I put a lot of mayo on everything. Mm. Like, all my sandwiches. Like, that's a lot of mayonnaise. No, not the mayo. It's good, though. Yeah. Once I got into college, that's when I started eating healthy. And then, you know, having kids, too. They Mm -hmm. weren't snack all the time. So uh, one thing someone um, was just in my DM. Uh, I had shared like what I had in my fridge the other day mm-hmm. and they said, oh my gosh, like I need to, I need to do that too. Cause I just eat out all the time. I was like, well, if you always have healthy options, you know, yeah. in your refrigerator or in, in front of you, you're going to go with those options first. Cause it's right there in front, front of you. you, you know, think about it. You have to drive and go get that unhealthy burger down the street. And then now you can feel good because you ate it. Um, so it's just like those instances where you have to really think like, dang, I could do that, but I have a banana right there on the counter. Right. Let me just eat this real quick, see if that satisfies my little sugar craving or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, eating eating healthy has never really been an issue for me. It's just um, all about what, you know, what's available. Right. I think also with eating healthy, a lot of people would say it's expensive to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you're growing your own, 
like that helps, right? Because you have now like an unlimited source to where you're constantly growing different things mm -hmm. that you have different options to choose from. And as long as you keep nurturing it and like it's going to keep growing, right? That's so right. I think that's like, I hate for that to be an incentive or the only incentive for people, but like that's, I think, a really great incentive to get people to consider growing their own because then you're like saving some money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I um, actually have a really cool um, package coming up for okay. 420. Oh. <laughs> so it's, it's an herb um, starting kit. Okay. So basically a uh, herb starting kit where you can grow your own and just get the feeling of what it feels like to grow something. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course it's going to come with like video tutorial and all that. But you know what I tell people, you could buy a packet of seeds for like a dollar. Yeah. That packet of seeds, let's just say lettuce, right? Yeah. Lettuce. You see how many lettuces yes. I'm growing over here. <laughs> so it's like, you know, from that packet of seeds, you could grow enough lettuce for six months, maybe even a year. Mm. Because that one lettuce, you can keep harvesting from right. over and over again. It will just keep growing the head, you know. So really, <laughs> that one dollar can stretch you yeah. a long, long while. And lettuce grows fairly quickly about mm -hmm. a month you have a nice you know head and right there harvesting yeah. from them so you know that one dollar in one month of time can really be beneficial for you love that see and then <laughs> let me look don't get me started because microgreens mm -hmm. are the quickest thing to, to grow, grow seven days oh wow oh wow seven days you can grow some microgreens and microgreens are actually the best vegetable and greens for you. Really? Because, I didn't know that. Yeah, because you eat them from a stage of seedlings. So you're eating them while they're smaller and not, you know, uh -huh. bigger. So sure, you, yeah. you have more nutrients. You have more um, um, vitamins in that. Mm -hmm. And then you can grow, like, any type of microgreens. Broccoli, kale, red cabbage. Mm. Like, there's so many different ones you can grow. Pea shoots, sunflower. Yeah. Like you, you probably never really grew sunflower right. shoots. Like, and it's so healthy. Put it on, on top of everything. Put it on top of a burger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, throw, you know, throw it on top of your stir fry, your, yeah. your salad, your whatever you're eating. Throw it on top of it. I promise you, you probably feel a hundred times better. I love that. Okay. So I know for some people eating raw foods is like, it's like a mental blockage where some people can't eat raw foods, like, or they choose not to because they don't like the taste of it. Um, and I know it's probably never been a problem for you, but what would you say for someone to like um, transition into just incorporating more raw foods in their diet? Like, yeah. I would say start with what you already eat. Okay. So instead of cooking it, try it raw. Mm -hmm. Try it raw a different, you know, couple ways before you say, oh, no, I'm not going to do mm -hmm. it like that. Um, you know, for me, it's about, like, texture. Um, so 
what I've been doing for my salads is I grated everything like uh, cabbage. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to eat a big old piece of cabbage, right? right? So I grated it finely and um, I'm enjoying it like that. Even broccoli, um, shredded or shaved broccoli uh -huh. and just sprinkle that into your salad. It just gives it that good like nutty flavor of broccoli. Um, but just incorporate slowly. Start slowly. It's really not that hard yeah. when, once you think about it. And then you're saving more time because it's less time you have to cook it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just chop it up and eat it <laughs> and go. Throw it in a bag, you know, chop up some cucumbers or mm -hmm. in a bag, put some salt, pepper on there, whatever, and go. Yeah. And have that as a snack instead of a bag of chips. Right. You know, chop up some you know pickles or you know yeah there's just so many things that you can eat raw instead of you know the processed stuff that they put in these bags mm -hmm. that are supposed to be like convenient it's so much easier just eating raw yeah and like i don't know the science behind it or all the technical terms but just the certain chemicals that are within food and how that kind of I guess alters like us men like our mental mm -hmm. and how it becomes addicting mm -hmm. like what are your thoughts on that or like what do you what do you know about that <laughs> <laughs> what you know about that well I know with um anything that you consume there's going to be a reaction mm -hmm. that your body has to it so for food you know of course if you're consuming something um, let's just say lemon, mm -hmm. for instance. So lemon is a bright fruit, right? And it's it's um, something that can brighten your mood, mm -hmm. and which is interesting because it's yellow, it's bright. And who would have known that, you know, you throw some lemon in some water and it, it just brightens yeah. up that water flavor. And um, so, yeah, the, the chemistries behind food there's, there's so many, you know, there, yeah. there, there's just so many that um, it has been proven that food can help elevate mood. Right. As simple as that. Even herbs, herbs help, you know, heal, mm -hmm. heal your body. And, you know, we cook with herbs too. So um, just adding those herbs into your your um, dishes yeah. can just easily help elevate your mood. I remember reading something like um, before a test to scratch the skin of the lemon and smell it because mm -hmm. it helps release these, you know, uh, I forgot what the exact term is, but it releases the senses and sends these messages to your brain. Like I'm awake, I'm ready, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, and then there's even some like for anxiety, if you struggle with anxiety, um, they say to burn like sage mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, not sage, oh, uh, bay leaf. Bay leaf. Yes. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Burn a bay leaf and it helps to instantly relieve that anxiety mm. at that moment. And that, and I also think too, like the, the burning part, you know, just watching that fire helps alleviate the anxiety but that's those smells those chemicals that our brains just there's triggering things mm -hmm. in these smells um 
that just helps heal. Yeah. <laughs> What's one of your favorite herbs? One of my favorite herbs, rosemary. Mm, why? <laughs> <laughs> I really like rosemary because it's so it's it's versatile. Okay. It's very versatile. Um, there's so many healing benefits for rosemary. And I think that, well, I have a rosemary plant on my on my patio, mm -hmm. and I've had it for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. So it's not one of those plants that it grows and it dies. It's just like it it can multiply. Mm -hmm. You can actually take a cutting from that rosemary plant and make another rosemary plant out of that cutting. It's called propagation. Right. Um, and I just love it because the fragrance from it um when you're cooking with it like i like not that i like eat them all the time or anymore but <laughs> like a, a nice good steak and then cooking that butter and that rosemary and the garlic like that smell is just like amazing you, you can't get you know like anything like that but um and it's it's just been used in medicine too so has lots of healing properties and um, like antioxidants all that anti-inflammatory stuff mm -hmm. um so not only can you use it for cooking you can also use it for medicine you can use it for salves like um making body you know butters and stuff it's good on your skin mm -hmm. so there's so many different uses for rosemary that you wouldn't, you know, yeah. you wouldn't even think. Like, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, um, it's 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 just really good. It, it's an immune boosting mm -hmm. herb too. So you know, right now with COVID and all that stuff, even just throwing a sprig of rosemary in your water with some lemon, some mint, you're good to go. Mm, okay, that's it. Uh, incorporate that a little bit more because I do cook with ro rosemary, but I didn't know the other additional benefits that it had. So. It actually has hair benefits too. Really? Yeah. So it's rosemary, it's a, it's a very complex herb. I love that. And what would you say like is your favorite um, garden gardening analogy that is like, has been a life lesson for you? through gardening? Mm, it has to be this one um, that my mom just um, gave me. And I've heard her say it before, but it really didn't hit me until like this year. Mm -hmm. No, last year. It didn't, it didn't hit me because I didn't understand it. And sometimes when you hear these, you know, things, these things, you don't understand it until you're in it. Right. right? So um, the one that she always says is prosper where you're planted. Mm, mm, I think I literally just seen that <laughs> recently. I did. It was on a shirt. I was in Ross yesterday. What? And I seen a shirt that I was going to get because it was orange. <laughs> and it said that. That is... Elaborate. Let's. I want to hear you elaborate on that. Okay. So prosper where you're planted. It didn't hit me until I got settled. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, 
for me and probably for you too, we're like, uh, what is y'all say? Multi-passionate. Multi-passionate. So we have our hands and things. And mm-hmm. We want to do here, this and that. But, you know, one thing my mom always says is just stick to one thing and prosper in that and stay where you are. Stay grounded where you are. Mm-hmm. Right. Be thankful for what you have and where you are and, and grow from there um, instead of trying to, you know, be right. all over the place. But, um, you know, just still pursuing your goals, still striving, still going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, that every time I think about my oops, every time I think about my business, I think about that mm-hmm. like prosper, like just prosper right here where I'm planted. Like, right. I'm not trying to move around too much. We're going to face hard times, but as long as we keep going, we're going to be great. And the definition is literally just flourish physically, grow strong and healthy. Grow strong and healthy. Grow strong and healthy. Yeah. And that is true with, um, you know, a lot of us are always, one, seeking outside of ourselves or trying to get away from where we currently are like we're constantly like running from something Mm -hmm. and um and to when you when you say like well where you're planted you know be be present in that moment of where you are and find you know find your strengths and like prosper in that like continue to grow in where you are Mm -hmm. because as you're growing you are reaching new heights you know you are spreading but that foundation is firm and so i think that is that's like your soil Mm -hmm. (laughs) you got your soil plant your seed but you know another one is um you know watering the watering analogy Mm -hmm. wait wait. (laughs) who was (laughs) what is it um you know what you water oh what you water multiplies or grows yeah yeah something like that we we i think i think we're on the same page (laughs) we don't know exactly what i think we're on the same page yeah obviously you know if we stop watering something Mm -hmm. um like ourselves we stop you know self-care okay that's a form of watering ourselves um spending that time with ourselves making sure that our mental's right you know doing some meditation or some yoga taking time out for ourselves that's watering ourselves right so that we are growing mm-hmm. and not only growing but you know like prospering <laughs> right i think also selling you know learning yep along um i think also something that i recently learned um through gardening, I had neglected my greens for a while, but they were still doing their thing. And I, from what I, like what I got from that was the resilience. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, you know, we may fail to water ourselves. We may fail to take care of and, and nurture ourselves in the way that we should. But the beauty of us is that we are very resilient beings. And so Although you may have taken time away from taking care of you, you can always find your way back to that. To re, you know, to get yeah. back into, you know, taking care of yourself and watering yourself. And and yeah, so that came from me just like one day, I'm like, oh my God, I need to go look at these <laughs> greens, girl. Like, why am I doing this to them? And 
they were still like doing pretty good, you know, needless to say, like they were still, I had greens, you know, they weren't dead, but I just knew that I had taken time away from not being present and like taking that time to take care of them, nurture them, water them. And then, um, yeah, but to see that they were still hanging in there, I was like, dang, that's us. Like, you know, we are constantly taking care of everything outside of ourselves sometimes. And the fact that we have the ability to do that shows that we're so resilient. True. Yeah. So those are good ones. (laughs) (laughs) I love analogies like um, that are relative to like gardening and life. And I think how I view life is um, comes from how the process of gardening is and how that works and not even just us gardening but just nature itself mm-hmm. you know how like trees are they still grow and how there's so many branches and that it's all connected though yeah and so I think it's very just to be able to kind of slow myself down and to look outside and see like the beauty that is before us it I think it helps me find that peace yeah so is there anything else that you want to add or share with the people about what you're doing I know you kind of gave us a little bit (laughs) of what's to come right (laughs) so yeah I actually am excited I have a new ebook coming out Ooh. yeah so I wanted to give um, you know, the people something that they can use. Mm-hmm. And right at your fingertips is an ebook on how to cook with herbs. Okay. Um, not just how to cook with herbs, but the healing properties behind mm-hmm. using those herbs. So like we talked about rosemary, that's right. going to be featured in the book. Um, so um, cooking with herbs, taste the K, ebook dropping, and um some more after that um and then of course we have so many um entrepreneurs circles coming up too i'm going to be hosting one of those and it's going to be like a um like a sip and so sip and so sip and oh so, so like Sowing seeds? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or sip and grow. So we're going to basically be planting. I love that. While we, you know. Mm-hmm. Sip some. While we sip some. So um, that's going to be coming up soon, too. So we're going to be talking about the importance of growing your own food. Mm-hmm. And um, the just basically what we talked about today. <laughs> love that. You know, just getting getting into nature because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it, with the food shortage thing and the scare tactics going on right now and food just you don't really know yeah <laughs> you don't really know so uh, one thing is just being resourceful for yourself and for mm-hmm. your family knowing that you have you know oh I have lettuce on the counter yeah oh, I make it to the it. store right <laughs> like you know <laughs> I got cantaloupe on the patio. Yeah. Like, what's up? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we have, you know, some ebooks coming out and some great events coming up. And um, I'm looking forward to getting more content out about this food. Mm-hmm. There's so many healing, healing powers in food that 
it's it's time. Yeah. It's time that we really explored what we can do for ourselves. Right. I love that. I'm so grateful that you um, took time out to speak to me about this because, like I said, this is, you know, <clears throat> not only for my audience, but also for me to just kind of get more connected, not kind of, to become more connected um, with, you know, what I put into my body and healing myself with food and being more conscious of that. Mm -hmm. So, did yes. Did you enjoy your juices? Oh my gosh, you guys. So she did, ju <laughs> she gave me some juice and it was really good. So tell us what you juice, cause you have some good stuff in there that people need to hear the combination. <laughs> So the um, two juices that I have were the green juice and then the um, the red juice. So the green one, of course, call that like the green goddess mm -hmm. drink. So that one has your celery, your cucumber, ginger, ginseng, and some pineapple juice for sweetness. And then in the red juice, we had, um, what was it, the dragon? fruit mm -hmm. and then pineapple apple and also what do we have in that one what that was it mm -hmm. but that those two juices did you say right the raspberry there. orange oh oranges yes. oranges and carrots that's <laughs> oh, what it was. okay okay yeah so oranges and carrots i don't even taste the carrot and Isn't usually i amazing? like i can taste carrot but mm -hmm. no that's it was really good I think you should uh, bottle this up and uh, put it in the stores or something. <laughs> Definitely. <Coming> soon. Right. <laughs> throw that out there for you. Throw that into the universe for you. Like you might even see it at one of the entrepreneur circles. <laughs> to pull up. Really good. Thank you so much. But yes, thank you again. And again, drop your handle so people know where to find you. Taste of K. Okay. It's just the letter K. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, all of that. Love Taste it. And if people want to book you, they can find you on Instagram and book you yep. through there. Okay. Yep. Booking info on the bio. Perfect. Well, you guys heard it here. Taste of K. Thank you again, girl. Thank um, you we'll be back me. again. Remember what I always say keep exceeding your yesterday. If you have locked in from beginning to end, I want to say thank you for taking time out of your day to tune into the Key and Me podcast. Wherever you're listening to this from, make sure you subscribe. If you have suggestions or ideas, or if you yourself would like to join me on the podcast, make sure you send me a DM at the Key and Me pod and leave a review. Share this episode with a friend. Sending you all my love and once again, keep exceeding your yesterday.